by Bridgeway Community Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on Facebook Live or on YouTube, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA. 105.1 FM, right here out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., Maryland, parts of uh, Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. What a big, big footprint. And the Lord has given us great influence and land to take for him. And so thanks a lot for tuning in. And this is the first hour of Rush Hour, and we are talking uh, about bridge-building topics. Today it's Theological Thursday. We normally have Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Today is Theological Thursday. Tomorrow's open phone in Friday. And so anything you want to talk to me about on Fridays is fair game. In fact, if you don't uh, have my Friday morning inspirational text coming to your phone, you might not have the right number. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's right, 97000. Just one word, INSPIRE. And then every Friday morning, you'll receive my free inspirational text a little shot of the arm of po- in, in the arm of positivity every week before you go into your weekend. Now, if you want to call me live in the studio today about the topic I'm going to announce, uh, I'll open the phone lines right after I announce the topic. So get yourself ready. This is what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the theology of sanctification. Ooh, big college word, theology word. You know what sanctification means? It means uh, becoming holy, becoming changed, becoming more like Christ. And I'm going to talk about what sanctification means. But here's the question I'm going to ask you. Where in your life do you need to grow or become more sanctified? Where in your life do you need to grow or become more sanctified? And is it possible God could use our conversation to steer you in that direction, maybe motivate you, move you another notch forward toward what it means to be a fully devoted follower of Jesus Christ. Well, if that's the kind of disciple you want to be and you know you need growth, you know you need change, you know you need to become more holy, and you're not, but you want to talk about it, well, then give me a call. My phone number live in studio. Are you ready? Here's the number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. My lines are now open. If you want to call, you can also also remember the word bridge, especially if you're driving. You can't remember all those numbers. Just remember 888-43-BRIDGE. All righty. Let's pause for a word of prayer and ask God to be with us. Lord, we invite you to the center of our conversation. Help us all to become more holy, 
more sanctified, more like you. Forgive us when we've not been and when we are resist change, but we're asking you to grow us and even use today's show uh, for everyone who's listening, engaged, and a part of it. Lord, would you just move them a notch closer uh, to becoming conformed to the character of Christ, including myself, Lord, uh, and all who is in my family and my church. In Jesus' name we pray. Together, everyone said, amen and amen. Just a couple other ways to get a hold of us. You can always hit me on uh, andersonspeaks.com. That's my website for the radio show. And then also embracegracism.com. There you can learn what it means to be a gracist. You can see talks and things that I've done, as well as all the resources in case you want to grow in your gracism, which means to extend positive favor to others, uh, regardless of color, class, or culture. I do believe that God's solution to racism is gracism. That's right. The subtitle of the book is The Art of Inclusion. If you want to talk to me today about sanctification, if you want to know what that big old college word means or theological word means, I'm going to explain it now. But my lines are open in case uh, you want to talk to me about an area where you need to grow. Uh, and to become more holy, more sanctified. That's what uh, sanctification is. It's this process of God changing us, growing us to be more like his uh, His son, Jesus. And, you know, Jesus prayed this for us as well. In John chapter 17, for those of you who know, John 17 is indeed the longest prayer of Jesus recorded in Scripture. And Jesus himself actually prays that we would uh, be uh, sanctified. And he says, uh For them I sanctify myself, uh, that they too may be truly sanctified. And so uh, the Lord is praying for our sanctification, that we would become uh, shaped and formed into the image of uh, Jesus Christ himself. And uh, he prays that, you know, we would be sanctified and that we would become more holy. So what does it mean? Well, the Apostle Paul talks about this in Romans chapter 6 through Eight, where he says, listen, I, I am not who I want to be. Like, I know that I've been called to the ministry. I know that I'm a follower of the Lord. But if I can be honest with you, and I'm paraphrasing, but Paul is saying, if I can be honest with you, the very things that I want to do, the very things I know I should do, well, those aren't the things that I do at all. And then the very things I don't want to do, man, those are the things I end up doing. And he gets so frustrated. He says, you know, uh, you know, Lord, this body of mine, what like how am I going to be able to uh, to deal with this? And he talks about it. He says, I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature, for I have desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out for what I do is not the good I want to do. No, the evil. I do not want to do this. I keep on doing. We're talking about the Apostle Paul, a man called from God, of God, for God. He goes on to say in verse 20, I'm in Romans 7. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but the sin living in me that does it. So I find this work, this law at work. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in the sinful nature a slave to the law of sin. He goes into verse chapter 8 saying, Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are 
in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. Woo. In other words, I just can't do it on my own. My flesh is just going to take me back every single time. I just can't do it. I can't diet right. I can't live right. I can't speak right. Uh, I can't make the right decisions. No, in my flesh, I'm a slave to sin. But in the spirit, I am set free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, that it was weakened by the sinful nature God did by sending his son in the likeness of sinful man to be a sin offering. In other words, you're not condemned. You are free. But where do you need to be freed? Why don't you give me a call? Let's talk about it. 888-43-BRIDGE. Anderson would love for you to join his public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Real Talk with Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. Real Talk with Dr. Anderson on Facebook. Join the group today. tired of living in that smelly basement let me tell you something amber and i had some basement issues we called best buy waterproofing they came and they helped us out if you have mold mildew cracks blistered paint in your walls or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe then call best buy waterproofing just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com they have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate 500 to my show if you end up doing business with them but most of all get your basement fixed. Give them a call. 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The Funky Beat, mixed by uh, Luke Andy, the DJ out there in uh, L.A. and San Diego, also my son. So thanks for whooping that up. And by the way, uh, David with Love Warren says he needs growth in his time management and making more time uh, and room for God in his life. He's also the leader of a band called With Love, and they are doing missions work where they're taking the love 
uh, band all over the country and all over Europe. You may want to listen to them. You may want to even support them as they travel. If you do, why don't you just Google With Love, the band With Love, and you can find them. David Warren leads them, and he's on my Facebook page right now. Angela Miner uh, says uh, she affirms the word of God that I just read. Hello to Delbert Pope from West Virginia. Daryl Musgrave, shout out to you, Connie Robinson, and the rest of you, Rebecca Rodriguez, who are on my Facebook Live page. If you want to check me out there, maybe you can't call in. You can always talk to me online uh, right there. And by the way, David, with love, Warren, why don't you type in on my Facebook Live page, way to get a hold of you if anybody wants to pray and support you. Great music you do, way to lead worship in a multicultural way. We're talking today about being sanctified. And that is a theological topic that uh, some people don't understand. So let me break it down for you. And if you want to call me and ask questions about it, uh, the question on the table is where in your life do you need to grow or be sanctified? Let me help you walk through that. Uh, But also, what does it mean to be sanctified? Well, when we talk about salvation theologically, salvation comes in, in three tenses. You have the present tense, you have the past tense, and then you have the future tense. So in Scripture, you may see something where it says anyone who calls on the name shall be saved. Okay, so salvation is point in time salvation. That's called justification in theological circles. That's the moment that Christ comes into your life and he frees you of all of your guilt and all of your sin. And now you're a new creation. You've been born again. All right. So that's the moment in time when you cross over from death to life spiritually. That's known as justification. Then glorification is the... Uh, terminology used for the day that we go to heaven. When Christ comes back and he takes us home, we're going to be changed. And so this fleshly body, we're going to shed, and then we're going to be changed to be, uh, you know, perfect. And so just like when Jesus was risen again from the dead, they could see his body, they could recognize him, but now his body was perfect, no longer rid of, uh, you know, no, limited by the sins of humanity that he picked up when he was on the cross as our substitute. And so that's glorification. That's going to happen to all of us. The mortality is going to change into immortality and the corruptibility is going to change into incorruptibility. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? Gone. That's glorification. So what happens between the time you trusted Christ and gave your life to the Lord until the time the Lord comes back to take you home? That period of growth is known in theological circles as sanctification. So sanctification is the process of becoming holy, the process of becoming more like Christ. And that takes time. That growth process may take all of your human life to get you closer and closer to what it means to be a fully devoted disciple of Almighty of Almighty God. And so salvation is not simply being saved, and it's not simply you will be saved one day. It's actually you're saved. You're being saved. You will be saved. Three tenses. You're saved, point in time. You're being saved. That's the sanctification part. You're being saved every day. And then you will be saved. That's the final part of salvation, which is glorification. So you have justification, sanctification, glorification. So there's your theological class right there. So then what is sanctification? That is this period between the time you trusted Christ and the time he's done with you, okay, making you perfect. All right. So none of you are perfect now except positionally, but practically we're still messing up, right? So what God is doing is he's using circumstances. He's using problems and troubles in our life. He's using relationships. He's using our marriages. He's using our finances. He's using 
scenarios in our life to help shape us to become more like him. So what do you think God is doing in your life? What do you think God is bringing into your life to help shave off some of the rough edges and helping develop you more into what the fruit of the spirit is? And this is really one of the ways that you determine your sanctification or measure it by the fruit of the spirit that is found in Galatians chapter five, verse 22. Uh, Let me give you the number and then I'll go over those. My number is 888-432-7434. If you want to talk to me about an area where you'd like to grow uh, and be sanctified, let's talk that out and let's see if God will use our conversation to help get you there. Uh, That's my number live in studio. If you want to call me now, my lines are open. 888-43-BRIDGE. And this is Theological Thursday, so we're getting a bit theological here. So you've already uh, heard what sanctification means. So talk to me about the area where you want to grow, where you want to be sanctified. Maybe I can point you in uh, in the right direction. But with regard to uh, sanctification, God is trying to develop you to make you more like Christ. And so in doing that, you need the fruit of the Spirit. So then what is the fruit of the Spirit? Well, Galatians 5.22 says it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Nine fruits, if you will. So nine areas in your life that you can measure and say, you know what? I need to grow more in this area. Love. Joy. Do you need to grow in your joy? What will God do in order to help you grow in your joy? One of the things that uh, help you grow in your joy, believe it or not, may be trials. Okay? Uh, Love, joy, peace. Do you need to grow in your peace? Some of you are not at peace right now. You need to grow in your peace. How do we do that? Give me a call. We'll talk about it. Love, joy, peace, patience. Hmm. How many of you need to be sanctified in the area of patience? Uh, you're impatient. You don't want to wait. Who does, right? But uh, you you just, your your patience is running thin. Well, what will God do in order to grow that patience? I'll talk to you about that in a moment. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. Uh, That's a fruit of the spirit. So if you know somebody who claims to be a Christian, and maybe they are one, a follower of Christ, but they're not kind. I'm not talking about a point in time. I'm talking about generally speaking, they're not kind people. They're mean. They speak mean they have a mean disposition okay that's an area that needs to be uprooted in the life of of a believer all right otherwise you're not being sanctified god has to cut down some of these pieces in your life all right so what have we said we've said love joy peace patience kindness goodness Hmm. Uh, that is an area of moral good Uh, none of us are good uh, completely but becoming more good than bad Uh, goodness, faithfulness. That is an area where some of us can grow, where we're more faithful to God and to one another based on vows that we've made, uh, based on promises that we made, allowing our yes to be yes, allowing our no to be no, uh, and following through with what we said we were going to do, being reliable and trustworthy. So love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Here's you ready for the last two gentleness. Who needs, who needs to grow in the area of gentleness? You're just a little too harsh. Well, God can teach you this. God can help you with this to become more gentle, more soft 
in your answers. See, this is important because a soft answer turns away wrath, anger. But, uh, you know, you got to have a gentle spirit. A gentle and a quiet spirit is what the Lord requires, uh, that we would be shrewd, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, gentle. So to be shrewd and to be sharp and to be strategic is one thing, but to be gentle in the way we handle other people is another one. So there's another fruit. Remember, you measure your spiritual growth by the fruit of the Spirit, 888-432-7434. Do you need to grow in any of these areas? And if so, do you want to know how? Well, give me a call and we can talk it through, 888-43-BRIDGE. We said that there are nine fruits according to Galatians 5.22, and here's the final one. Uh, the final fruit is, is self-control. And this is the one where uh, not just spirit control, but now you have self-discipline to control your flesh, to put your flesh under subjection. Now you need the Holy Spirit to help you do that. But the more you grow in Christ, the more you begin to have the ability to say no or the ability to say yes. Some of you have all eight fruits, but that ninth one is really hard, and that's self-control. You can't seem to deny yourself. But anyone who wants to follow me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. And that's the hard thing. You can't deny yourself food. You can't deny yourself uh, sex. You can't deny yourself uh, uh, the pleasures of, of life. And the, you can't deny yourself to say, um, you know, no to somebody else, even though you should, or to say yes to someone else when you, when you should, that sort of thing. And so we need God's spirit and we need God's power to help us become the followers and the disciples he wants us to be. Are you interested in discipleship? Are you interested in being sanctified? Are you interested in becoming holier? Not holier than thou, just holier, better, sanctified. Well, if that's you and you want to talk about it, this is the time to call me, 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's talk to Linda, who's in Annapolis, Maryland. Hi, Linda. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me today. What are you thinking? Look, what I am thinking is I have, like, several issues. Now, I'm going to try to make this as brief as I can. Mm -hmm. Because of the church I belong to, and I don't want to call a name, but I can't say it without saying, between my pastor and my first lady, because of things are not really truthful the things that they say okay sitting up under them causes me some anxiety i like i don't want to be there but i want to be there because that's where god placed me okay so it's like it's causing me to be impatient it's causing me to be uh not so gentle in my response to the things that they say that make me cringe when they are like saying you know you follow god so like what like what what would they say you think well, they say it's not business as usual, and we have an open door policy. You can come in and talk to us, but if you talk to them, one of them, then it's going to be said across the pulpit oh. in a way like through prayers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to be, well, what? Well, say one said the first lady said, "I have a problem with you, and I ask God to forgive me because I'm so sorry." Mm. But then I ask, "Well, what is the problem?" I'm like, "I forgive you, but what have I forgiven you for?" Well, mm-hmm. God told me I don't have to tell you. So mm. it's like it's hard to sit up under that. So, and be yeah. patient and love is kind. Sure. 
No, you make you make a good point of how difficult it is when you're sitting under someone's spiritual authority that you don't think are being authentic or they're hiding behind spiritual uh, words. And it sounds to me like you don't trust the confidentiality of of the pastor and his wife. Let me ask you one question, and then I'm going to go to my break. And when I get to the other side of the break, I actually want you to answer the question. So think through the break on the question. Here it is. What would happen if you were to sit down with the pastor and or the first lady and share your thoughts about your lack of trust and you want to know if they can actually be confidential enough to handle what you want to share with them? That's what I want you to think about, Linda. When I get back on the other side of the break, I want to hear from you. Uh Uh-oh, it looks like I lost you. Call me back and make sure uh, you get right back on the line because I want to know what you would do and how they would respond if you sat with them to share your heart. I'll be right back. This is Real Talk. With my job, my family, and taking care of the house, going back to college seemed out of reach. Then I heard about Lancaster Bible College's online degrees with majors like accounting and healthcare management. With an online degree from Lancaster Bible College, I'm able to customize my class schedule and studying to fit my busy life while still earning a degree from an accredited college. With LBC Online, flexibility and opportunity have hit a whole new level. Details at lbc.edu slash online. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. Exclusions apply. But hey, I'm buying a huge flat screen TV so I can finally see it without my glasses. Why not just get LASIK? At the LASIK Vision Institute, that's what I'm doing. Uh, My glasses and contacts are a pain. I'd love to finally get rid of these, but who can afford LASIK? You can. Because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices, as low as $220 per eye with an absolutely free consultation. Text OPEN to 350350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use advanced FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK for as low as $220 per eye. Text OPEN to 350-350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's O-P-E-N to 350-350. It's time. You've been talking about going to Israel for so many years. Do it now. Jerusalem, the Sea of Galilee, the Mount of Olives, Gethsemane, and the Garden Tomb. This is simply a fraction of the many places we visit, not to even mention the spiritual impact it will have on your life. Do it now. Visit and experience Israel with WAVA. Give me, Dennis Williams, a call. I'd love to tell you more. 703-807-2211 or WAVA.com, keyword Israel. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. 
Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit, 800-620-8844. That's 800-620-8844. 800 It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show. We're talking about the theology of sanctification what does it mean to be sanctified, to become more holy, uh, to be set apart so God makes you more like him and less like uh, uh, the, the fleshly desires that you have? And the question is, where in your life do you need or want to be sanctified or want to grow? And if you want to talk to me about that area of growth, call me at 888-43-BRIDGE. Before the break, Linda was on the line with me from Annapolis, Maryland. And Linda, we were talking about your trust of your pastor and the first lady, and you feel like they're inauthentic or, or that their confidentiality is not snapped up. And so whatever you tell them is going to end up in the pulpit in some veiled way. My question for you is if that were the case and you were to share with them in private your feelings about this, how do you think they would respond? I really don't think it's going to fare out well if I really <laughs> said exactly what was on my heart. Mm. It's just going to cause more more torn feelings. Yeah, yeah. So you don't feel like they would hear you hear you and take into consideration what you're feeling and maybe even say, you know what, I'm I'm really sorry about that. It's not like we mean to uh, be uh, saying things uh, in a veiled way. There's no humility there, it doesn't sound like to me. Not really, no. Mm. And so what do you think you're going to do about this? How is this going to help you to grow? Do you stay there and try to push through it and ask God for patience so you can see them differently? Or do you feel like God may be calling you elsewhere? No, to stay there and push through it and learn how to be patient and more forgiving and more merciful. Okay. Well, then you. the good news is you're... you're are honest about what you think is necessary. So now what you need to do is pray for them in this regard. You know, Lord, help them to see that this is an area where they can grow. Help me to grow as well and give me the patience so that I'm not flustered uh, by this and offended by it. So you can pray for less offense in your spirit, and you can pray for uh, more development in them. I think that would be a good way to handle this. What do you think? Sounds well to me. Sounds some direction like some sound doctoring and wise wisdom from Dr. David Anderson. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I hope it works out for you, my sister. Thanks for hanging with me, okay? Thank you so much. Be blessed. Blessings to you from Annapolis, Maryland. Let's go to Manassas, Virginia, and talk to Anonymous. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing wonderful and definitely appreciative for um, your talk show. Thank you. Um, I called in. Yes, sir. I called in um, because as I'm walking out my transformation um, in this journey and I'm beginning to recognize um, where I'm at with the fruits of the spirit, which incidentally, I'm finishing up my one year fellow um, with the CS Lewis Institute, which has been extremely um huge in helping me identify mm. where I'm at in this transformation process mm, and good. everything. Um, with that being said, I recognize that I definitely have an area of struggle with overeating. 
Okay. And obviously the manifestation is in obesity. Mm-hmm. But having had lost a significant amount of weight and then gained it back, mm-hmm. what I learned about myself was that it definitely hinders my um, my walk. And it hinders my ability to disciple in my mind and in my opinion. Mm. Um, And so that's my area of struggle. And I'm just looking for some practical ways as I work on the physical ways um, to really address that. Well, first of all, I'm so proud of you for even being able to call and and say you struggle with this area. Trust me, you're not the only one who does. And uh, many of us are always fighting this weight battle. I know for me, what I've decided to do is not sit around and try to go for another diet. Because diets, uh, the first three letters in the word diet is die, and I ain't trying to do that. (laughs) And on top of it, a lot of people lose weight and then they gain it right back. And I would say 80% of the people I know that have lost significant amounts of weight end up gaining it back and feeling even more discouraged. And so unless you're really willing to make a lifestyle change, uh, then you're really just a yo-yo up and down a roller coaster. So you're talking about a spiritual way of tackling this. And one of the best ways I know to tackle any kind of uh, stronghold or addiction or an area of struggle and you want to break its back, one of the ways that you do that is through fasting. It's not dieting, but fasting. And there's a big difference because praying and adding fasting, the Lord says that there's some things that only happen with prayer and fasting. And uh, dieting is something you do in your own power and you're following a, a program and things of that sort. What fasting will do is bring a spiritual meat cleaver to that particular area uh, to, to give you the discipline and the power over it. And so you try fasting for three days or for seven days or for 21 days, depending on what kind of fast you do, you're adding spiritual power to an area that has a stronghold over you. Have you done this before for this particular issue, Anonymous? To some degree, yes. And you want to hear something interesting? Yes, ma'am. The last fast that I did uh, about two months ago, I had to stop. Now, it was an extreme fast. I was on a, I was uh, water fasting on a seven, I was at seven days in. Okay. Uh, when I got extremely ill, and long story short, it turned out that I had developed, because of the water fasting, mm-hmm. I had reflux so bad, it right. caused me to have ulcers uh-huh. in my throat. Yeah. So I literally, and when mm-hmm. I went to the doctor, they were like, you need to not be fasting. You know, yeah. so now I'm, and I'm, I believe in fasting. About yeah. two or three years ago, I did my first 40-day fast. Right. So I do believe well, in fasting, different, but I'm in a quandary Well, about there are it. different kinds. You don't have to do a water fast. There are different kinds of fasts that you can do. Fasting means you're going to say no to something. And so maybe the discipline is saying no to desserts, but you're doing it in Jesus' name. Maybe it's saying no to one meal a day. And during that time period, you go into prayer. Uh, You know, you can fast from television. You can fast from um, social media. You can fast from the certain kinds of drinks. And so whether it's alcohol or whether it's Coca-Cola or soda, you know, it doesn't have to be completely all food and all you do is live on water. You don't have to become unhealthy doing it, uh, but you can choose something that you want, something that you would normally have and want, and then restrain yourself from having it. And replace that which you're restraining with prayer. 
Does that make sense? Amen. I receive that wholeheartedly. I do feel like that's confirmation for me, and I can make that adjustment, and I can do that. So I, I really appreciate your, your wise counsel, oh, your godly counsel. You're kind to say that. May the Lord give you every strength and every power that you need in order to break this. And he'll speak to you in the midst of the fast to tell you what to do next. But this is just to mm. break it mm. so you can get started. That's a kickstart mm. right there. And then he'll speak to you through the fast. Now where do I go when I come off of the fast? And how am I going to break the fast? And what commitment will I make when I break the fast? And so I'm, I'm excited for you because there's going to be a sense of spiritual power that's going to be a whole lot better than your willpower. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Thank you, sir. You got it. May the Lord bless you. Hey, listen, I'm coming right back to you. Anonymous in D.C., Anonymous in Silver Spring. I'm on my way. I'm coming to you. I just got to run to this break. As soon as I get back, I still have room for a couple more phone calls before the end of the show. So if you want to get in, now's the time to get in where you fit in. The Theology of Sanctification. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. It's a real talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're having a good conversation about a theological topic called sanctification. What a big college word, but I tell you what, it means becoming more holy, becoming more like Christ. We use the fruit of the Spirit as a measure to help us get there. And uh, thank you for those of you who are on my Facebook Live page. Can I fast for 
a loved one's addiction, Stephanie Watson Gutierrez asked the question, you can, you can fast for other people. If God is calling you to a fast, and that's what fast is, God calls you to it, you sense, okay, I need to fast about this. There are certain things that are only broken through prayer and fasting. And so, yes, Stephanie, you can fast to ask God to break anything, whether it's your addiction or whether it's somebody else. You can fast ask God to bring your kid home who's uh, a prodigal. But, yes, fasting uh, is something that I believe uh, God honors. So there you have it. Christina Petty says she needs to uh, definitely work on time management and stop procrastinating. Thank you uh, for saying that. May God give you the strength uh, to do that by getting up and doing what you know needs to be done. Uh, And accountability will help you there, Christina Petty, as well, by telling somebody, I need to do this by Friday. Can you ask me uh, on Friday whether I did it or not? Uh, Eric Robinson, thank you. He asks, is it possible to be a true believer and not have any interest in growing in the fruit of the Spirit, discipleship? Uh, Eric, yes, it is. It is possible to be a follower of Christ and lose your desire, lose your first love. And this is why uh, God says through John in the book of Revelation to the church there, he says, you've lost your first love. So you need to repeat and do what you did at first. What happens is we can have a fire of passion. Then we can become lukewarm. We can become distracted. And what we need is God to revive us again. That's what revival is all about. So, yeah, you can lose your desire to want to grow. You can lose your desire to want to do better. Uh, But this is why we need revival. This is why we need good preaching. This is why we need prayer and fasting for other people, because God can do a suddenly in one's life and he can light a fire just like that. I pray that God lights a fire under certain people in my life. I say, God, would you bring somebody into their life that will turn them around? Would you capture their heart, uh, Lord? And so he can do it. So just because somebody's lost their fire, maybe you've lost their desire, uh, don't give up on them. All right. I hope that's helpful to you. Those are my Facebook comments. Now I'm going to Washington, D.C. to talk to Anonymous, who's on the line there. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hello? Hello. You're on the air. What's your comment or question, please? Yes. My comment is to be... Hey, turn your radio down. That's going to help you. Turn your radio down. Okay. All right. Thank My you. comment is to be exactly like Christ, to follow exactly what uh, Christ says, and to follow the Bible exactly. The, like for Mark 10, 11 to 12, whoever uh, divorced and remarry, remarry is adultery. So mm-hmm. to be exactly like Christ, does that mean that all second marriages are actually adultery? So I am mm-hmm. divorced, so I should not dream about being married again. Or if someone is divorced and wants to be with me, that person will commit adultery by marrying me. It de- or if that, mm-hmm. because that person is also divorced. So how yeah. do we be, can we be exactly like Christ? Well, it, de- it depends. It depends, Anonymous. First of all, Christ was never married. Uh, and so if you want to be exactly like Christ, then you wouldn't marry anybody. Uh, but he allows us to get married, right? And so the question becomes, what God has joined together, let no man separate. But when man does separate, we've got to ask the question, why? What happened? And so the question is, when you got divorced, was it because of of adultery on your part or on your husband's part? Uh, physically, 
physical violence, emotional, physical, all level of abuse. Uh huh. And, uh, and so, my life was in danger. So. I understand. And so there are probably two areas that the Bible says there are exceptions or reasons why you'd be allow, allowed to get a biblical divorce. One would be adultery. Another one would be abandonment, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 7. If an unbeliever uh, wants to leave you, you are no longer bound to them. Now, what some would say is that abuse is abandonment, all right, because the person has now abandoned you emotionally, physically, and so that would be defined by some as abandonment. So what I would say to you, instead of a hard, fast rule— I would say, Lord, if you're going to send me someone, I want you to do it, and then I want my pastor to affirm it, or I want the spiritual leaders in my life to affirm it. And so I wouldn't say uh, you should never think about marriage. What I would say is you should think about um, whether God is sending you someone or not and whether it can be affirmed. And uh, that would happen in a counseling office with a pastor to really truly affirm whether this is of God or or not. What do you think about that answer? Okay, okay. You said abandonment. That's uh, also looked at as someone who separate emotionally. It's possible abandonment can be defined as ab- abuse. If somebody's beating mm-hmm. you physically and they won't yes. stop, uh, and they are abusing you emotionally, and they won't stop, they're abandoning being with you, all right? Your safety is now uh, in question, and it doesn't mean simply, uh, some would define it as it doesn't mean simply they leave the house and don't want to come back. But if they're beating you within the house so that you can't remain, they're abandoning, they're abandoning you emotionally and physically as well because you can't stay if you're being, if you're being uh, beaten. And so um, some would define it like that. And that's why I would say make sure you're in a counselor's office, a pastor's office, to really talk it through so that you'll know that if you do remarry, it's blessed. And, and uh, if there is any adultery, God, you'd ask him to forgive you. But you want him to lead you here. And I think this is where we need the Holy Spirit because it's not always black and white. Sometimes it's gray. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's hard when someone meet me. It's hard to, for me to say that I'm divorced because if the person is also Christian and that goes to that reference, whoever marry a woman who's divorced, right? The impression that. That's right. And you also need to know about the other person as well. So I think this is an area where you have to follow the Holy Spirit and get good counsel of other godly people around you. Hey, listen, I've got to run to my break. It's my last one. And then when I get back, I'll go to Silver Spring, Maryland to talk to uh, my final anonymous phone call. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Varicose and spider veins. Wow, what a gift from my mom. She had them, I got them, and not only are they uncomfortable and sometimes painful, 
but I stopped wearing skirts and shorts because I was embarrassed and I really hated the way my legs looked. When my kids asked me, what are those things on your legs? I was done. I finally went to Bain Clinics of America. The procedure took about an hour and I was right back to work. The staff made me feel so comfortable. And the results? Well, even my husband has noticed. Bain Clinics of America has been treating Bain disease for over 35 years. They're the largest and most experienced in the U.S. Look, I've been doing the commercials for Bain Clinics for years because I really believe in them. And you can trust them, too. The best part? My insurance covered the procedure. So stop hiding your legs. Call Vein Clinics right now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Call 800-656-9393. 800-656-9393. That's 800-656-9393. Hey friends, Tom Lewis for Cross International. This is an important month for children in the country of Haiti. We're asking for your help to put children in school this fall with your scholarship gift of only $110. That gift covers everything they need for school including their uniform, their shoes, the school fees, school supplies, even the noon meal every single day. Your tax-deductible gift to Cross International sends these kids to school for the very first time. How many children would you provide school for this year? The phone number, 888-715-2525, 888 715-2525, or click the Cross International banner right there at wava.com. Let's help as many kids as we can. Thank you. God bless you. We'll meet you there at the phone, 888-715-2525. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Mirabet on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? Now there's digital. You need Salem Surround. When a customer does a search, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be on the web? How about the right tools to turn visitors into leads? Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence. Learn more at surrounddc.com. Surrounddc.com. Connecting you with new customers. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so very much for your generous support. 
You can continue to do it by going to andersonspeaks.com or embracegracism.com and send me uh, a gift. I thank you for that. Hey, listen, let's go to our final phone call at Silver Spring, Maryland. I have Anonymous on the line. Hi, Anonymous. Thanks for holding on. What are you thinking today? Well, I appreciate your ministry very much. And I was wondering if you thought that, you know, the, the peace is, or lack of peace, could be related to a lack of forgiveness? What a good question. Yes, it can. Uh, in fact, a lack of peace can come not simply from a lack of forgiveness, but a lack of any area in your life that's not in line with God's desire. So if God's desire is for us to forgive, then if we don't do that, we're not going to have peace. If God's desire is for us to get a relationship right that's not right, we're not going to be at peace. So peace is actually a barometer of something in our life that's not going right or that needs to be rectified or addressed. And so if if unforgiveness is an area in one's life, maybe yours or someone else, then uh, they could actually have a lack of peace. And that lack of peace is what's disturbing you uh, and turning over in your heart and in your mind so that you will actually address the very thing that's bringing on the lack of peace. Does that make sense? It sure does. And are you dealing with an area of unforgiveness in your life or know someone who is? Yes, it's me. Um, It's a coincidence because earlier today I was listening to a teaching about um, Peace and and mm-hmm. the question posed was, are you walking in peace mm-hmm. today? Mm-hmm. And my my mind and and heart went, you know, straight to my non-peace over my inability or or unwillingness to forgive something mm-hmm. big from my past. I see, I see. Well, that's a beautiful uh, uh, conscience pricking. Uh, move of the Holy Spirit in your life to use teaching to help you identify why you have a lack of peace. Some people can't seem to identify it, so you need the Holy Spirit to help you diagnose it right. So now that you've diagnosed it, the question is, can you actually forgive? And forgiveness is a choice, so you can make the decision to forgive, but when it's something big like that, I would make that decision with a counselor. I'd make that decision with a journal and write it all out and get yourself, get everything out that has happened so then you can know appropriately what am I letting go of now? What am I forgiving now? Not just a quick, hey, okay, I forgive you for that. No. What happened? What was the grievance? And now that I felt that and wrote that out in my journal, now, Lord, I'm bringing it all to you. I'm going to leave it with you and let them go, and I'll let you judge them. I'm taking my hands off of it. That, my sister, may be the beginning of a new journey of peace for you. Hey, listen, I've got to run. Thank you for hanging with me, but now it's time to end the show. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, would you be so kind to give peace to my last listener and also those who may be dealing with the same issue? We all covet your peace. We covet being changed to be more like you. Hey, actually.